What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle of the Pack, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about listening to your calling, and I believe that everybody has a calling, and that uh, we've all been called to do something, and I just want to talk a little bit about listening to that, and, and understanding it, and moving forward with that, and kind of un, in, in, in acknowledging your calling. So, cue up the theme song, we'll be right back. The big question is this, how are leaders, like us, who aren't necessarily in a management position, who go out and get our hands dirty, who are ready to answer their calling from God to lead, who are driven to learn and grow, gain the trust and respect of those around us, to actually be heard while not coming across as an authoritative prick? These are the questions, and this is the podcast that will give you the answers. Hi, my name is Dan Greer, and welcome to Leading from the Middle of the Pack. Awesome. So glad you guys are still here. Glad you're joining us. First off, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, be here today. I know that time is super important and your time is valuable and I want to just really acknowledge that. And first off, thank you for that. And second off, I take the, take your time very seriously and I don't want to waste it. And so today we're going to be chatting a little bit about like listening to your calling. And um, I, I think that sometimes as entrepreneurs, we all hear callings and as leaders, we all hear callings, but those callings aren't necessarily uh, well-defined, right? And, and I have to say this, as an entrepreneur, most of the time, entrepreneurs that I know, especially me, I am 100% guilty of this, we have our calling and we listen to our calling and then we see a shiny object and we're like, oh, a new calling. No, your calling hasn't changed. It's still the same. Um, but it's figuring out what your calling is. And there's a, there's a process that Tony Robbins goes through. Actually, there's several people that go through it, but it's called the seven whys. And what it is is you ask yourself why in order to get yourself to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And I think that that process is really important. And I've talked a little bit about it in the past, and we'll probably talk about it a little bit more in the future, but we're going to get into that here in a little bit. But for, to begin with, I really want to talk about calling and like what a calling is and where a calling comes from. And, and are leaders called or are they chosen? How does that work and, and all that good stuff that goes with that? And for my opinion is, is that a calling is given to you by God. Like he calls you to do something and it's your choice whether you take it or not. It's your choice whether you pick up the gauntlet or not. It's your choice whether you move forward. And if you so choose to move forward with the calling that you've been selected for, then he gives you the tools and the necessities that you need to continue forward on that path. And if for some reason you choose not to move forward with that calling, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just meaning that you're not moving forward with that one particular calling. Now, what I also want to say on that is, is that God doesn't just give us one calling and then we're done. It's not the way it works. The better you do with the calling that he gives you, the more you the more you get to do, the more he's going to ask you to do, and the more callings he will give you as well. And so that's one thing that you definitely need to keep in mind, especially with the good Lord, because he has a good sense of humor when it comes to calling. And, um, I, you know, it's kind of funny. When you listen to people talk, they always will say some of the fact of, why did you start this? Oh, I felt called to do it. And when I first got in to leadership and speaking on stages and everything that I do, I, I would say that I felt called to do stuff. That was my answer. That was my, 
go to. Somebody would ask, you know, why, why did you do this? Why are you on stage? Why are you speaking? Why are you here? And the answer I always gave them was because I felt called to be here. And that is the truth. There's no lie there. I did feel called to do it or I wouldn't be there. I don't, I don't just go do stuff all willy-nilly. I feel like I have to be called to do it because if I'm not called to do it, my whole heart's not going to be in it. If my whole heart's in it, not in it, then I'm not going to succeed. And so my, we're called to do different things and it's learning how to listen to those callings, number one. And, and it's also learning that our callings are different. No, no two callings are identical. There's not going to be two people that have been called to create dot docs, right? There's not, not two people that have been called to build Eclipse DOT. There's not two people who have been called to, to engineer a whole new kind of banana, right? Like those are all callings that we get from our maker. Now, I will say that I didn't realize that I was called to do some things until after I got smacked around a little bit and had to listen to them. But I was still called to do them, right? Like, I am called personally to be a leader. And I'm called to do this podcast. And I've been called to write blogs and devotionals. And I still do all that stuff, right? And I was called to create dot docs. And I was called to build Eclipse DOT. But God didn't give me all those callings in the same day. He didn't come to me and say, yes, Dan. Here's what you need to do. This is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Matter of fact, it wasn't even close to that. It was more of a, okay, you're called to become a CDL tester. All right, now you're called to take this new position with this company. All right, now you're called to take over their compliance. Okay, now you're called to start writing emails. Now you're called to start speaking at safety meetings. Now you're called to go do the speech for this one group here. Right now you're called to do this. Now you're called to start traveling. Now you're called to do this other thing, right? And then, then all of a sudden it's okay. Now you're called. Now you're called to start a business. Okay. Now you're called to start a blog. Okay. Now you're called to start a following and to create a mass movement. Whew, a little bit bigger. Now you're called to create this software and to invest tons of money into it. And guess what? You're going to succeed and you're going to thrive because I'm going to make sure that you're doing it because you're called to do it. I'm going to make sure that you succeed. Okay. Now you're called to start this podcast. Ooh, this is scary, right? Now you're called to not only write the blogs, write the devotionals, run the business, build the software, make the podcast, do the marketing, but you're called to start courses. You're called to start all these new things in life. You're called to do this. Now, some of the callings we have are a little bigger than others. And if you can't tell, there are things that give me a little bit of anxiety to think about, right? There are things that give me a little bit of nervousness as I think about them. Whenever I was called to be a parent, boy, I wasn't nervous when it came to making that baby. But I was sure nervous when it came to popping that baby out. And I didn't even have to do the work. I was just there to watch. Right? Same thing with the software. I wasn't, well, I was nervous to get started with the software. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't as fun as making a baby was to get started with it, but I was nervous, right? I was nervous, but I felt called to do it and I continued forward. And so the, the big thing that I want to really talk about with calling is, is that our callings are different and that's a good thing. But we have to acknowledge our calling. So the first thing you have to do once you hear the calling is acknowledge it. You have to say, I hear this calling. I acknowledge it. 
Then the next thing is, is to talk about what scares you with that calling. If you're called to build a house, what scares you with that calling? What makes you uneasy? What makes you not want to build that house? If you're called to start a business, what makes you not want to start it? Where's your fear at? And so in order to truly acknowledge your calling, what I'd like to do is I'd like to pause here for a second. After, after you listen to this, I'd like you to pause it and I'd like you to do this, okay? Um, and if you choose not to, not to pause and do it, that's fine. Come back to it, do it after the podcast, whatever. But I'd like you to write down what you feel called to do right now. You're probably being called to do something right now. I want you to write it down, whatever it is. It could be that you're called to go pick up the laundry. It could be that you're called to make dinner for your, for your spouse or for your family. It could be that you're called to make a call to your grandparents or to your parents. It could be that you're being called right now to go make a pizza. It could be that you're being called to do something else. Okay? It could be some big, it could be some little. But I'd like you to pause and write down all of your callings. All right, did you guys get them written down? Perfect. So I've been through some of my callings. You guys already know what some of mine are. You don't know what all of them are, but you know what some of them are. All right, now the next thing I want you to do is I, I want you to pause this again after we get done, and I want you to write down all of your fears with each of those callings. Under each calling, I want you to write down all the fears that come with those callings. Okay? Now, fears could be anything. Fears range anywhere from I'm scared that I'll look like an idiot, to I'm scared that I will lose my life savings, to I'm scared that I will completely lose my house, my car, my wife, my relationships, my friends, not having food on the table. Okay, so that's, I want you to write down the worst fears. All right, did you guys write down those fears? Okay, so some of the fears I had whenever I started a business was it would fail. I wouldn't get any customers. I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know how to handle money. It would change me as a person if I did get money. If I was successful, I would become a different person. I wouldn't be who I was. I would lose my friends. I wouldn't be able to support my wife and kids. I wouldn't have the lifestyle that I love. I wouldn't be able to grow. I wouldn't make as much money. Um, my wife would suffer my, my life and wife would suffer because of the choices that I make. So those are some of my fears with starting a business. Now, with each of, my, each of my things that I do, I always write this down. This is exercises that I do. I practice what I preach. And so I write down all my fears whenever I'm going to go do something. All right, now then, the next thing I want you to do is when it comes to this, is you're going to pause it again here in just a second. I want you to uh, go ahead and, and when you get ready to pause it, this is what I want you to do. I want you to write down what is the best thing that could happen. Even if you don't achieve 100% of this calling, but you achieve part of it. If you only achieve 1% of it, if you achieve 100% of it, what is the best thing that could happen? So you wrote down all of your fears. All right, now I want you to write down the best thing that could happen. And, and I'll give you guys an example while you're writing this down. Now, if you're driving, don't write and drive, okay? I'm begging you, don't do that kind of crap. Just wait till you get home then do the exercise at home. But I promise you these exercises I'm giving you now are going to help and change your entire life and everything that you're working through with it. So some of the things that I had in my life, let's, let's just talk about business. Let's talk about starting this software. So I talked about some of my fears with starting Eclipse DO team. 
what are let's let's not even talk about the software. Let's just talk about Eclipse DOT. Let's talk about some of the best things that could happen had if I start it and if I get one percent of the growth that I wanted in the beginning. So some of the best things that could happen is is I wouldn't have to work for somebody else. I could employ other people. I could become the leader that I was called to be. I could help serve others with when in lots of different ways between compliance and this and that and everything else. I would be able to bring new innovative products to market. I would be able to help people grow. I would be able to give back more to my community. I would be able to travel more and spend more time with my wife and my kids and enjoy them. I would be able to teach them things that maybe I didn't know before. Okay, Those are some of the best things that could happen. And those are what I wrote down. Those are some of what I wrote down. I had a list. It was about a page and a half long of the good things that could happen in my life. And uh, some of it dealt with money, some of it dealt with time, some of it dealt with experiences. Those are the three things that I look for in my life is, is um, money, which is not number one by any means, experiences, and um, just time. Like, how do I get more time? How do I go do things that I want to do when I want to do them? Those are, those are some of the things that I look at when it comes to calling, okay? Now then, you didn't realize this podcast was going to be helping you work through your calling and encouraging you to do it, did you? You thought it was going to be all about just talking about calling and what is calling and how does calling happen and how do I know if I'm called? Well, you know if you're called. Trust me. You have it in your heart. You have it in the pit of your stomach. You know if you're called to do something. I can promise you that you know if you're called to do something because you've already thought about it and you're going, oh man, I should really do this and you just need to go do it. All right, so now that you've wrote down your fears and you've wrote down the best things that can happen, now that I want you to do one more thing for me. For each and every single one of those fears, I want you to cross-match it or write down the, the antithesis of it, the exact opposite of that fear. So if your fear is, is that you will fail and you will lose all of your money, the antithesis to that, the exact opposite of that, is that I will be wildly rich and succeed and the world will know my name and everybody will want to be like me because they're going to see who I am and what I've become. And I want you to do that for every fear. All right, you guys get that written down? Perfect. It's awesome. I'm glad you guys are playing along today because it, it means a lot that you guys are actually out there doing this. Now, if you're not doing it and you're listening to this into a car, I understand that. Um, it's okay. But I ask you to, that you do take time to do these exercises because they're going to change your life. They're going to change your, your fear of calling. Now, the fear of accepting the calling, okay? Now, one of the things that I do need to bring up is this, is that we did chat just a little bit on, like, how do you recognize if it's a calling or if it's a thought? Well, they're kind of the same thing. Now, if you're not faithful and you don't believe in God, then your calling might not come from God. It might come from you. It might come from somebody else. It might be an idea that you have. All of my callings come from God. All of my callings are brought by him to me to serve him and to serve me. Okay? And I understand that. And that's okay. And if you don't feel that way, I'm not, I'm not like dogging on you. I'm not doing anything because you know what? It's great that we're all different. Wouldn't trade that for the world. Okay? But knowing what a calling is, is, is the best way I can explain it is, is it's, it's a thought that doesn't leave your mind kind of think about it. If you're feeling called to do something major, like record a podcast, okay? It's going to be on your mind for a while. 
and you're going to be thinking about how you can get out of not recording that podcast for a while, and you're going to come up with all the things that cause you to stop because you know you're supposed to do it. So that's how you know if it's a calling. Now, I brought up something a little bit earlier. How do I know if I'm called to be a leader? So there's going to be some of you that's listening to this podcast that you're probably wondering, man, I really like this podcast. It's been doing really good. Dan's been giving me a lot of great information, but I'm just not sure that I'm called to be a leader. Is this the right podcast for me? Am I supposed to be listening to this? What am I supposed to get out of this? Well, I'm here to tell you that if you're listening to this and you're curious if you're supposed to be a leader, you have a calling to be a leader. Now, if you have the want to be in charge and have other people do what you tell them to do and to cower down to you, you're not called to be a leader. No, you want to be a boss, but you're not called to be a leader because a true leader doesn't want anybody to bow to him. A true leader doesn't want anybody to cower when they walk in the room. They don't want anybody to frown. They don't want anybody to say, ooh, Dan's here. A true leader wants to empower people. They want to lift them up. They want to get them to grow. That's that calling. That's part of my calling as a leader is knowing that through doing this that I hopefully will touch one person's life out of any of these podcasts or all of them. But if it changes one person's life in any way, it is 100% worth every penny I've poured into this Every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears that have gone into this podcast and this business, it will be worth it. If it changes one life at one point during the season of it. Now that's me. That's the way I feel. That's not necessarily the way you feel. It's not necessarily the way you should feel. But that's me, and that's the way that I feel. And that's what I do. So, I hope that you guys work through these I hope that as you, were, as you were listening to this podcast that we were able to touch on a few things as to what calling is and you were able to discover maybe a new calling, okay? And, and I really want you to think about this, is that most people, most people don't start because of fear. They don't start because they're scared. Something scares them to start. They don't accept their calling because they're scared of it. How many times have you thought of an idea and you haven't acted on that idea? How many times have you driven past somebody's house and said, man, I really need to call them, but you didn't take action on it? How many times have you had a new, amazing something come up, introduced to a super cute girl and you're single or a super cute guy and you're single and you don't talk to them because, well, they might turn you down. Maybe you're called to talk to them but you don't. Maybe you're called to go visit with that person, but you don't. Maybe you're called to start a business, but you didn't. Because you were scared, because you let fear paralyze you. Well, I'm telling you that paralyzation through analyzation, analyzing something so much that it causes you pain, is crazy. But it's also very real. And I want you to realize that it's okay if you have it. Anybody that tells you you shouldn't have it is wrong. Because it's okay 
But I want to encourage you to work through it. I want to encourage you to be the person who doesn't stop whenever they're called to do something. I want to encourage you to be relentless. Yes, I use the word relentless, to never give up. If you feel called to be a leader, don't give up when things get hard. I can't tell you how many times that I was shunned from leadership roles. How many times I didn't get elected to be the leader of an organization. How many times that I wanted to be that leader so bad that I could taste it, knew that I was supposed to be a leader, but didn't get into those positions or into those roles. And finally, whenever I accepted that I was a leader, but I didn't have the right title to be a leader, then my whole world changed because I had everything that I needed, everything that I wanted. Well, guys, that's it. I hope that you enjoyed today. I hope that you found a new calling. I hope that you've you've taken the time to truly do some of these exercises. And I know you paused it, and it's probably been a little bit longer than what our normal runtime is because of the fact that you're pausing and working through these exercises. But I hope that you did them. I hope that you played all out. And I also hope that as you went through this, that you learned a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what causes you fear. And I also hope that you see that not necessarily the fear factor, but I hope that you see that the fear is nothing compared to the joy that you could get when you succeed. Well, guys, if you liked it, love if you would take a selfie of it and share it. And if you want to share some of your stuff with me, you can email it to me, dan at eclipse-dot.com. That's dan at eclipse-eot.com. And uh, let me know about what you're calling. And hope you guys have a great day.